It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents... Locked on sports today. The Rangers welcome the Astros to Globe Life Field with a cushy two-game lead, looking to make it three in the ALCS. Also, Kyler Murray returns to practice for the Cardinals and the Marlins continue to be an unserious franchise. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. In the battle for Texas, the Rangers had a two games to nothing lead headed into game three with a chance to put a stranglehold on this one. The Astros came out smoking hot and end up holding off a late Rangers rally for an 8-5 win. Joining me now from Locked On Rangers, Bryce Patterick. And Bryce, this is... I don't want to say a gravy game because certainly you go up three, nothing. You feel like you have a really good chance to go to the world series, but you're not going to have the same level of urgency when you're the team leading two games to nothing. So what did you see from Texas in this game? Well, it was a really, I mean, people will point to immediately, oh, Max Scherzer, you know, maybe he came back too early. And I, I don't think that was necessarily the case. There was a lot of, of really good pitches. I mean, he had four strikeouts in his four innings of work. A lot of the hits were not super hard hit. And a couple of mistakes in this in, in this one really came back to bite him. He was sharp, except for the pitches that he wasn't. And, you know, those pitches that he wasn't, you know, I mean, that's the difference in, you know, him going four shutout innings or five shutout innings and him giving up five runs in, in four innings of work i mean he had some really good pitches he was up oh two on the hottest hitter on the planet in Jordan alvarez and he hit him in the foot with a pitch and that ended up being the first run he gave up a two-run single to martin maldonado who statistically is one of the worst postseason batters ever i mean in the regular season he's also bad as well not just a postseason special but it's just these little opportunities that have let them get away these walks to hitters later on i mean they walked uh they walked uh, kyle tucker three times this one he scored twice and those kind of things come back to bite you especially when your offense you know can get you back into it and they did it against a really tough bullpen in the astros i mean brian abreu hadn't allowed a run since i believe the end of july mm. and the rangers got to him for just the one run but still Made it a safe situation. The Rangers used their pitching staff well. Um, I mean, getting four innings out of Scherzer when he hadn't pitched in a month and a half, you didn't really know what you were going to get from him. He was mostly pretty solid. You get John Gray back in there in a low leverage situation, get to see what he actually looks like because you also didn't know what he would look like coming back in. And they didn't use either of their two main length guys that did well in game one of the ALDS in Andrew Heaney and Dane Dunning. So you 
probably have those guys combining for two to three to four innings each tomorrow. And you didn't use any of your eight bullpen, which you've used a whole lot this whole postseason. So it's frustrating to lose and, you know, frustrating to lose at any time. Christian Javier was just on one today and, and sometimes it happens. So what, what can you push forward here when you're trying to say, okay, now it's, now it's a series. Um, so how do you get back on track? How do you get back to, to playing winning baseball? If you're the Rangers? Well, the Rangers really need something from their top two hitters. It's been it's been a rough series so far for Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager. I mean, Seager was walked given the Barry Bonds treatment in the ALDS. And something they mentioned on the broadcast that I think has some merit is that when you're not swinging a whole lot because you're not getting any pitches to hit, your swing kind of gets out of rhythm. And it, it seems like that's been the case. I thought it was just a case of, you know, two games down in Houston, it's two good pitchers and it happens, but Corey Seager has been absolutely sensational at home in the playoffs in the regular season as well, even when he was a Dodger and at, at this stadium in particular and him going over four tonight with some bad swings and missing some hittable pitches. Um, you need something from him. You need something from Marcus Simeon to step it up. But I mean, having a multi home run game from your number eight hitter in Josh Young is phenomenal. Making the Astros use uh, Brian Abreu, this is the third time in four days that he's pitched. He's been one of the best relievers in the postseason. He's almost assuredly unavailable for the next game. So the Rangers need to get to whoever it is, whether it's Jose or Kitty or whatever uh, the Astros decide to throw out there for their starter in game four. You need to get on them early, get deep into that pen. And if you can make Ryan Presley throw in a game that they are losing, that would be another big win for the Rangers moving forward. Stay up to date all year on the Texas Rangers by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Rangers on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the Cardinals are close to getting Kyler Murray back on the football field. Before we get to that, Nicole Hardman returns to Kansas City. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Looking at tonight's game, there's a little intrigue in the spread. The Saints, one-and-a-half-point favorites over the Jaguars, according to FanDuel, the Saints were one-and-a-half-point favorites last week and lost. So, will we see a repeat? Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Wide receiver McCole Hardman, a member of two Super Bowl winning teams with the Kansas City Chiefs, is heading back to KC via trade from the New York Jets. He didn't want to wait on Aaron Rodgers' potential return. The Chiefs are sending a 2022 sixth-round draft pick to the Jets for Hardman and a 2025 seventh-round pick 
The Chiefs have mostly struggled with their wide receiver play this season. Their leader in catches at the position, receptions, and yards is a rookie. Second-round draft pick, Rishi Rice. Hardman had career-best 59 catches and 693 yards in 2021. His production fell off last season when he missed eight games because of injuries, and the Kansas City Chiefs decided not to resign him in the offseason. The Liberty hosted the Aces for Game 4 of the WNBA Finals. And we are coming to you live from Barclays Center, right on the podium where Asia Wilson had more than one adult beverage and celebrated a remarkable championship, the second straight championship for the Las Vegas Aces. Listeners at home, let's just go through a couple of things that that means. This is the first repeat champion here in the WNBA since the 2001-2002 Los Angeles Sparks, a gap of 21 years. This took place in a 70-69 win, despite the fact that the Aces were missing not only Chelsea Gray, the heartbeat of this team, their point guard, but Kia Stotes as well, who does such important things for this team, especially on the defensive end. It didn't matter. It didn't matter that they needed 30 minutes out of Kayla George on a night where Kayla George took 10 three-point shots. It didn't matter that they needed 14 minutes and 44 seconds from renowned television star Sidney Coulson. Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson said Wednesday that he can't put a timeline on a return from a rotator cuff strain to his throwing shoulder. Watson, who did not practice Wednesday, has missed Cleveland's past two games and hasn't had a full practice since September 22nd. He said that it's still up in the air whether he'll be able to play Sunday against the Indianapolis Colts. Finishing up, you know, it's me, I'm learning through this whole process. So honestly, it's just, you know, with the rotator cuff, it's a, it's a difficult thing with, you know, throwing a ball and, you know, doing, you know, just the movement and rotation and mobility stuff. So uh, just really just trying to clean up any uh, lingering pain and any lingering, you know, stuff that's, you know, in that rotator cuff. You ever have a job where your boss was okay with you being a no-call, no-show? Apparently, James Harden believes that's fine. Harden was not at Sixers practice on Wednesday, and Coach Nick Nurse said there was no explanation given for his absence. Harden has sought a trade since picking up his $35.6 million player option for the 2023-24 season. He was expected to be at practice, though. After practice, Nurse said, I'm still going on what he said the last time I talked to him that he was going to ramp up and get ready to play Friday. We'll see how it goes. It seems like he caught a really bad case of I want to be traded-itis. Here is another story you need to know. The Arizona Cardinals started off the season as scrappy upstarts. Probably make a reasonable case. They could have started the season 3-0, and but the last three weeks they've looked more like the Cardinals team. We expected them to be. Here comes help. In comes the Cavalry. Kyler Murray is been designated to return. He tweeted out, I'm back. I'm practicing. Let's go. Alex Clancy, speaking of let's go, joins me now from Locked On Cardinals. And, and Alex, does Kyler Murray coming back now when the plan has seemed to be, okay, Caleb Williams, oh, look, look, this is going to be great. How does it change if he comes back sooner than maybe we expected him to come back? I've been in an existential crisis there, Peter Bukowski, over the last six or seven weeks, going back and forth, not wanting to talk about specific things on the podcast because it would look like not having the best intentions for the Arizona Cardinals for long term. It comes down to one 
clear-cut sentence. Kyler Murray being quarterback one for the next decade is more important than where they draft in 2024. And we see today him practicing, and that is something that is far and away. I mean, he's a couple weeks early. He may not play for a couple weeks, but he within that 21-day window, I think you're going to see Kyler Murray on the field, and that is better than any draft pick for the Cardinals in 2024. Okay, I, I, I hear you. So Caleb Williams, Drake May, like, why? Why is why is that more important than what could be? Because we've seen Pro Bowl level play from Kyler Murray. Mm. With the amount of bad quarterback play that's been going on in the NFL, it's been like an epidemic of just terrible, terrible quarterback play. What Kyler Murray has shown is enough to ride with him in 2024. Is it expensive? Of course. Is a rookie more risky, and will it pass the you know uh, pass the timeline down a couple of years? Yes, I think you have to ride with him in 2024. They're still going to have two top 15 picks, regardless, and you trust Monty Austin for it with the money they're going to have in the offseason to go build a team. This could be potentially a worst to first or worst to contend for NFC team come 2024 if things align the way they're supposed to, and if Kyler Murray plays well this year. So let's say Kyler Murray does come back in the next three weeks. They've got Ravens at Browns and Falcons after the Seahawks upcoming this week. And as you mentioned, that 21-day window coming off PUP, he's got to be activated at least in that time period. What are reasonable expectations for Kyler Murray with this team, given the way it's looked so far? This I've never talked about anything that could be construed as a consolation prize more than I have over the last two months. But you've got to look at this as proof of concept. That's the biggest cliche term that I've used on Locked On Cardinals over the last three months. Proof of concept that this will work when talent is infused into the roster. Kyler Murray being the main cog in this. Picture this offense with Joshua Dobbs that has held a lead in a handful of games this year, something the Cardinals should have not been in the stratosphere of doing, right. and putting Kyler Murray in there with the mindset, with you know, with the mind of Drew Petzing, with Jonathan Gannon getting these guys prepared every week. That is a recipe for success. You can't predict the future. You can only prepare yourself the best for the future. And Kyler Murray, plus what we've seen so far together, gives the Cardinals the best chance to win now. And if it works with Kyler Murray, it'll be the best chance to win in the future. You know, save the Cardinals somehow losing a bunch of games and actually getting the number one pick, which seems a far-fetched idea at this point with Carolina and Chicago being so bad. How much of this is less tangible, more you, you mentioned an existential crisis uh, mm -hmm. at the top of the show that this is about winning and, and culture and saying, okay, at, in Arizona, we do this differently. Now we are not about what could be next year. We are about focusing on trying to be the best version of ourselves now. And Hey, by the way, if you lose a bunch of games, Marvin Harrison jr. Could be a pretty great consolation prize. Speaking of consolation prizes, how much of that for you is in, Hey, let let's bring Kyler and, and let's try and see what we got here. Yeah. If they can win games this year, they're ahead of the curve. If you're ahead of the curve in the NFL, you're winning. And I know it sounds abstract, like, because I've talked, I've talked about the abstract and not necessarily the concrete, because growth and a positive 2023 is not directly correlated to the win-loss record for the Cardinals this year. That's just where we are and what we're experiencing with that team. Kyler Murray comes back, they win games, bonus. Kyler Murray comes back, they lose a bunch of games, but he plays well, even bigger bonus. You know, like you want the Cardinals to have a one point lead with two minutes left of every game and lose every damn one. That's the, like, that's what people don't want to say, but if they do win games, that's a bonus also. So there is no downside to Kyler Murray coming back. The question is, 
is Jonathan Gannon true to his word that Kyler Murray is the guy no matter what? Because that's what he's built. He's edified this team on like they have the quarterback. You got to find everybody else. If he plays well and that goes a different way, that could kind of put a crack in the foundation of what they've been trying to build so far without Kyler Murray playing. Stay up to date on the Arizona Cardinals by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Cardinals on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, the Marlins continue to be an unserious franchise. There's a lot of uncertainty in the world today, and it's important to be prepared. Maybe you're traveling overseas. Maybe there are events taking place that are out of your control. Don't let your health also be out of your control. Jace Medical wants you to be in control of your health. That's why they have the Jace case. The Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Jace Medical now offers customizability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. Choose the medications that best fit you and your family's needs. You can also buy a gift card for your family or loved ones so that they can get a Jace case of their own. Go to jacemedical.com and enter code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on at jasemedical.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Kim Ang put together a playoff roster for the Miami Marlins in 2023. She took a team from the also-rans to the wild card. For her efforts... Ang was informed that the Marlins will be hiring someone to be her superior. This is why Sully says the Marlins just aren't serious on a recent episode of Locked On Major League Baseball. This person should win the executive of the year. And the Marlins say, we need someone to look after her. We need someone looking over her. And Kim Ang, who was the last year of her contract, said, no. I kind of think I did my job. She didn't say that, but that's implied. I'm about to win manager, the general manager of the year, executive of the year. And you're saying, well, we need someone to watch over you. Um, I'll go there. It's funny that they asked the lone female GM who did a spectacular job to, can you have someone, can you start reporting to someone else, please? It's funny because any other organization would have promoted her. Instead of saying, instead of essentially demoted her, they she had this season when she's going to win, probably going to win executive of the year, and they were about to give her a, essentially a demotion. You know, I I have no compunction going there and wondering why this situation. Hmm, what's different about her? All right, if you don't want me to go there, fine. Quite frankly, I don't care because that's a little bit of a coincidence. But either way, why should she have to report to somebody? Was it she didn't follow the Marlins' great tradition of excellence? I'll tell you what, what's being followed. 
is the Marlins being a Mickey Mouse organization is what they are. Oh, why can't we succeed? Why can't we succeed? You're in a huge market filled with people from the Northeast, filled with people from Latin America. In other words, the two demographics that love baseball. And you should be a destination city for major stars. Oh, I get to live in Miami as a millionaire and save a lot of taxes and live a glamorous life. Oh, why can't we succeed? Because you've got a Mickey Mouse organization. Why don't the fans show up? Because they're not stupid. When you hear women say things like, they have to work twice as hard to get half as far, this is what they're talking about. And when anyone tries to tell you that the good old boys club in sports is anything close to fixed, it's not. What those people are usually saying is, don't worry about it. It's actually not a big deal. They're hand-waving it as an issue altogether. But this is proof that it still is. Equality in the workplace is moving forward in a lot of areas, in a lot of places, though there's still plenty of work to do. In sports, not just Major League Baseball, but all sports, they tend to lag behind. And when you have one of the very few women in power in sports, certainly in American sports, and for reasons decide you need to hire someone above her, it only reinforces this notion that women are simply not welcome to play on the same playing field, metaphorically and literally, as men. And finally, Phil Mickelson sees Live Golf as the future and as a vehicle to grow the game worldwide. Really, we as a, as a group, as a, as a league, that's uh, trying to grow the game and bring it globally and, and, uh, and promote the, the, the game on a, you know, throughout the world and, as well as bring something different than the old stodgy format that we've had for, for decades. The thing about Phil Mickelson is he has not been a relevant golfer for a couple years now. And the only time he seems to be relevant at all is when he's saying things and he seems acutely aware of that which is why he continues to say outlandish things that I, I don't even think he believes. Phil Mickelson, speaking of unserious people, right now an unserious golfer. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports today, will the Saints bounce back on Thursday night football? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.